Hey, it's Cole. Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we talk about how you can bring your creative dreams to life. Adam, welcome back. Thank you. How you been? Well, I mean, I've been great. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I uh, missed, missed a week with the sniffles, but you know, we're well, back at it again. So, I'm glad your sniffles have dried up and here we are. Yeah. So uh, this week we're going to be talking about something that I think a lot of people could find useful, and that is selling your art outside the box. As artists, we tend to think of our product offering as something kind of limited. So I figured we could talk about some expansive ways that we can reach more people and try to generate more sales and ultimately make our art career more profitable. Okay. So, you know, we all, uh, we don't want to be that starving artist trope. So, um, you know, there's some ways that we can boost our sales. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. For sure. Let's talk about it. All right. Well, one way that I can think of to make your art career more profitable is to make things more interactive. So things like hosting clinics or classes can be a fun way to do this. And one way that I found, uh, I saw this poster designer that I really like, and I looked them up, and one thing that they do in their city, which I think they're in Portland, is they have interactive screen printing sessions. So if you like their designs and you like their art, what they do is they bring the screens and they actually sell tickets and they'll let you screen print your own version of it and they'll oversee and teach you how to basically screen print a poster using their design and you get to go home with your own print that you made which i think that's really cool i would definitely buy a ticket to that yeah there's a couple um art shops uh here in central florida as well who do classes with artists like you can go and learn how to use a spray paint can which is like a technique in and of itself and not only is it one of those things where you know you're generating revenue by teaching a class or helping someone acquire a new skill, but also it's an opportunity to connect with new audience members and people who might follow you and enjoy your work from then on out. Yeah. And I kind of thought about uh, Bob Ross when <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this because he really made his career as a teacher and as a, um, I learned this watching the documentary about him actually that's on Netflix. He started out doing live paint demos where he would make a painting and then he would show you how he did it from start to finish during that class and people would go pay money to kind of copy him. And I think that's kind of interesting because he really started that TV show in like a live format. Yeah. And it is a, I mean, it is a different kind of thing. Obviously Bob Ross and his career as a teacher, I think he's more known as a teacher than he is known as a fine artist, although he was teaching art. So I, I think, right. You know, it has to be one of those things where you enjoy teaching, you enjoy connecting uh, with people in that way. But yeah, it's definitely a great opportunity to generate some revenue if on top of your creative skills, you really enjoy being around people and helping them acquire that new creative skill. Yeah. And it's something that you can kind of put your own twist on. Like you don't have to have a painting class and become a painting teacher. Uh, because that might not ultimately serve your career goals. But if you're a creative person, you could probably come up with an interesting way to do something like that, where you're generating revenue and doing something creative that you love at the same time. Yeah. And I mean, at this time, at this point, the space is pretty saturated, but you know, there's all kinds of opportunities to engage people online as well. 
um, by creating content. And regardless of whether or not you're generating revenue immediately and directly through like class registration revenue, um, you know, there's opportunities to, if you are a designer and you have somewhat of a following, you know, creating tutorials for YouTube or something like that can be a really great way to uh, generate some some revenue from YouTube ad sales. Oh, definitely. Um, and even something like Patreon, there's, there's people I've seen that are artists that will do lessons only on Patreon. Yeah. And it seems like it's been pretty profitable for some of them, so... You know, there's definitely a way to do it where you're not just becoming like a Bob Ross or, a, you know, a ceramics teacher at a community college. Not that, you know, that's something you shouldn't want to do. But if that's not your vision for your career, there's ways to to kind of leverage that educational aspect. For sure. And so a second thing that you can do to generate more revenue or get more eyeballs on your art is attach a theme to what you're doing. Um, so one way that when my band that I was in we notice like you play a show in the same city how many times before people stop showing up, you know? Yeah. Like show number eight of the year in Orlando maybe isn't as exciting as show number one. Yep. But we found ways to make it interesting. We would play the same songs, uh, but we would come up with themes and come up with a whole kind of party aspect to go with the show. Uh, one of them that was really fun is we did like a beach party. So we were playing in this club back booth in Orlando, but we decided to just make the whole thing beach themed and we all wore Hawaiian shirts. Our merch guy wore Hawaiian shirt. We gave lays to everyone that came in and we made it like a whole into summer beach bash, which was totally arbitrary, had nothing to do with, uh, you know, anything other than we just wanted to have fun, but people really latched onto it and we ended up selling out the show, which I think is pretty fun because we're in Florida. There's no shortage of beach things to do around here but when you mix it with a rock concert it was just something interesting that all of our fans decided to come out to for sure and i think you can do that you know kind of the way you did it which is hey we're playing another show how can we make this interesting you can also do it from the beginning of let's say you know that you're going to play four shows in a city in a year it's your hometown or whatever and uh giving the opportunity to say okay you know come to all four shows here's how they'll be unique here's how they'll be different and like kind of create from the beginning an expectation that you're not just going to do the same thing four times in a calendar year uh, playing shows in the same city, but like come up with maybe a narrative arc, if you will, and get creative about not just playing one concert, but zooming out a little bit and making those four shows over the course of a year um, some sort of evolution of a creative process or a creative act, or you're going to, you know, release two songs before each of those shows or something like that. Um, I think there's some really great ways to think more broadly about what those overarching narratives can be and how you can keep an audience engaged over the course of time. Yeah. And one, the way that I've seen a lot of bands do this, especially ones who have been around a while is anniversary shows. So if there's an album that you put out and let's say it's been five years, you can come up with a tour that's just, you know, so-and-so album, five-year anniversary tour, and yep. we're going to play the whole thing front to back. And I've even had um, like a friend of mine's band, their five-year anniversary of their album came up and they just did like a special merch bundle to kind of celebrate that album. And they did some really unique stuff using the album art. 
and kind of bringing back that fan favorite album of theirs from five years ago, they were able to sell a lot of merch, you know, just based off theming it on something that they'd already done a few years back. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. So, you know, you, your theme could even just be internal. Like, hey, we're doing our whole album front to back. Could be, you know, something to get people interested. And the third and final way that I want to talk about when it comes to boosting up your revenue and selling outside the box is maybe try to sell to someone else. Uh, your typical customer in your head might not always be your ideal customer, or they might not be the one that's willing to pay you the most money. Yeah. And one easy example of this is when you're a musician, and this is kind of a hot topic in the music world, but selling your music for TV licensing has become an avenue that a lot of people have made a lot of money. And you're kind of bypassing the fan make a fan convince them to stream you on Spotify enough times to generate, you know, some kind of money and you're just getting a corporation to give you money to use your song in their advertising. And that I think is really good for artists because you're already going to make music, you're already going to be creating and you're just finding secondary ways to sell it. So, I've had some success doing custom music for TV, especially during uh the lockdown, I did a lot of albums for reality shows. Um, but I know people who use original music that they put out as artists and they sell that to TV. Mm-hmm. So that can be one example of finding a different customer to pay you for something that you're already doing. For sure. And another example of that is a friend of mine, Johnny. He, every Valentine's Day, around January, he puts up these posts. Hey, I'm doing commissions for songwriting. I'll hop on a call with you. I'll talk to you about your partner, and we'll come up with some ideas and make custom songs that you can give as a Valentine's Day gift. Yeah. And that's something that he's found pretty good success with and been able to boost up his sales. And, you know, he'll charge a few hundred dollars a song to do that, but that's way easier than it is to make a few hundred dollars off of, you know, YouTube AdSense and Spotify streams. Yeah. So I have an actor friend who's also a writer and he, uh, every kind of audition season puts all over his social media. Hey, I'm writing original monologues again, because one of the difficult things that actors face every season is like finding a great monologue or, you know, these contrasting monologues that show a variety or a, a, a span of, of talent and diversity of talent, that kind of stuff. And so, you know, he knowing the industry and also have a having a writing skill can kind of uniquely go in there, have a conversation with the actor, see what the actor's looking for, and then create these uh, original monologues. That's awesome. That's uh, that's definitely something that you got to be thinking on your feet and kind of figure out like, hey, what can I do? That's, you know, selling outside the box. Yeah. And, and I think in know. the end, it's one of those things where like all, all that we're talking about right now is kind of adjacent to making the things I quote unquote want to be making. Um, it's adjacent to, you know, really investing time in and developing your voice and your lane there. They are opportunities to generate revenue and i think it's one of those things where it also you know requires a level of discernment you know do you want to work an hourly job and come home and just focus on making the art that you want to make if you do that's great if you want to use your creative skills to also generate revenue then maybe some of these things are a great idea for you to start thinking about so that you can 
at the same time you're generating revenue, you're also de- further developing your creative skill. And so it's almost like getting paid to continue to get better at your art art form. Oh, definitely. So yeah, those are three ways that you can sell outside the box as an artist. Hopefully it helps you, maybe inspires you to come up with some increased revenue streams for yourself. Cool. See you next week. We'll see you next week.